Well, three years after assisted death became legal in this country, medical experts are now debating whether or not organs should be removed from consenting euthanasia patients while they're still alive. Now, there's some in the medical community that argue that changing the rules would actually allow people choosing an assisted death to donate as many organs as possible and in the most optimal condition as blood and oxygen would continue to flow to the vital organs until the moment of retrieval. Now, there's a lot of questions surrounding this, a lot of ethical uh, debate, so let's welcome in Dr. Kerry Bowman. He's an assistant professor of bioethics at the University of Toronto, and he joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Bowman, good afternoon. Thanks, as always, for your time. Yes, happy to do so. All right, first off, can you just kind of try to explain this for us, help us wrap our head around this? Uh, How do doctors, how do they remove organs from a person who is, I guess, still technically or clinically alive? Well, first of all, they don't at the moment, right? So, so it, this would be a question as to whether this is something that should be allowed. So, you know, the concern with this this emerging story is that, um, you know, there are we have medical assistance in dying now. Also, many would call it euthanasia since 2015 in Canada. So, there are people that interface in which some people say, you know, I'm dying anyway, and I'd like to give my organs. Now, in some cases, that's not you know, clinically reasonable because of the nature of the illness. But in some cases, it certainly is. So what what happened here is that generally, depending on the organ and a lot of other situations, the quality of the donated organs would be far better if, in fact, the person was closer to living than dead. So the request would be something like very, very heavy anesthetic um, and, and absolute insurance that the patient is not suffering. So this is a patient that would meet the threshold for medical assistance in dying under Canadian law, grievous and irremediable illness. Um, They would need to be directly capable. There'd be no substitute decision-making. And then that person, uh, their death actually would essentially be through the act of donation. The the organs would be removed, and that would lead uh, essentially to their death. Now, we don't have this now. This is a conversation. Right. So the d- death would not be through uh, lethal injection. It would be from the removal of these That's organs. That's my understanding, and I've read through this a few times. That's my understanding. And, and so, again, it's completely controlled for consciousness and pain and all of those types of things. And, you know, people, there are people out there that would say, you know, if I'm going to die and I have this who knows what horrible, incurable situation, I want to do as much as good as I can. Therefore, I'd like to give my organs. But not only that, I'd like to give them in the state Uh, where they're going to be of the most benefit to the most people. And why is that? It's because there's blood, there's plasma flowing through these uh, organs to the very last moment that they're harvested? Yeah, that's my understanding. They're perfused, you know, so you've got blood and oxygen, and that's what keeps them in in really good form. Um, So that that would be, you know, an ideal. But with organ donation under Canadian law and many, many Western countries, there has always been, it's not a law, but it's an ethical stipulation, the dead donor rule. So what is law is you cannot under any circumstances be taking uh, organs from a living person. And generally in Canada and Ontario particularly, um, you know, patients are dead when doctors declare them to be dead. So the dead donor rule is just like it sounds. The person has to be dead first. So what this proposal would be is that they, you know, we'd have to amend our laws on this. Um, but, you know, here's what concerns me. Um, I, you know, organ donation is a wonderful and good thing. 
And coming up with new ideas um, is, is important, and the laws have changed. But what worries me most about this is that it will, I think, erode further people's trust within the system. Well, you know what? You're kind of reading ahead here because, uh, listen, I'm somebody who's been a big, passionate advocate on the air here for organ donation. My family went through it uh, some 20 years ago and extended my dad's life with a liver transplant uh, Mm -hmm. back in the early 2000s. And it's a gift we're always thankful for. But, yeah. the, you know, the big eye-opener for me during that uh, time period was just uh, watching my dad struggle and waiting for uh, a donor. Yeah. And the fact that the demand far outstrips supply, and it still does to this very day. And that's my concern about a story like this is uh, what you're talking about here. What does this do to donation rates? Uh, does a story like this, does it really kind of scare people? Well, you know, I don't know is the honest answer, uh, but I think it might. And, you know, although many, many Canadians are very supportive of organ donation, uh, many of them don't come through with signing cards and and actually acting on it. And I would say, you know, there's already a gap between what I would call attitude and behavior. So the attitude is it's great, and the behavior is haven't done it, haven't done it, haven't done it. And I think people have some deeper reservations, and I think that this will add to that. Um, and, you know, the, the line between life and death is increasingly, with contemporary research, much more blurry than we thought. Uh, you know, this, this, you're dead immediately in a split second is not realistic. Death is a process. But let's be clear. What we're talking about here is, is the front part of that line, uh, which is when the person is still living. I think it's an absolutely fair conversation to have in an open society like this one. Um, but my my real worry is that the other thing that would worry me, you know, from an ethical point of view is could there ever be a situation where the donor, the dying person, feels they're caught in some kind of obligation where they may feel they need to die sooner or they need, may need to hasten their own death or, in fact, even ask for their own death in a very remote amount of cases because they feel an obligation uh, to be donating uh, organs, because what we really want with medical assistance in dying is that the person's choice is as open and fair and pure as it could possibly be that they are choosing this. Yeah. You know? and, and when do you make that choice and not to put to your right uh, too much or any sort of pressure on a person or a patient? Because yeah, you know, that's a really tough and a very personal decision. I mean, Profoundly. You, you're it really a doctor is. and you see this uh, all the time. I mean, miracles happen every day. Somebody who you think is probably likely going to die, uh, they end up recovering, right? Mm-hmm. These things can happen, yeah. And, you know, I, I stay with the patient. And, you know, if, if, if patients really, I'm not saying if patient, we do anything a patient wants because, you know, we, we have to think about social obligations too. But, I mean, I think we have to have this conversation. Um, I worry it's going to spook people terribly. And there's already people that have doubts about, you know, is brain death really death? Is donation after, you know, if a person doesn't have a pulse, are they really, truly dead? There's already open questions about the boundaries between life and death. Uh, And those questions, unfortunately, seep right into the world of organ donation. And I, I worry that this will deepen that. But I think it's a fair conversation for us to have as a society. Yeah, and a you necessary know. one, absolutely. And you know yeah. what? This sort of reminds me of a conversation we've had on this show, and uh, you know, it's been in abundance elsewhere when it comes to the Internet and social media and the, the rules and the regulations uh, regarding that and that the law kind of lags behind technology. And this is the same sort of thing in a way, isn't it, that uh, maybe our laws and our ways of thinking 
are lagging behind uh, medicine and uh, medical technology and what we're capable well, of. Well, you, you may be quite right, because if you look at medical assistance and dying in general, the fact that we have it, it was not the medical community. It was not doctors and healthcare workers that said, we need to do this. They were really mostly against it. It was the public that said, we want something done. We, we, we want this. So often, you know, you do see situations where healthcare workers are actually behind the curve on some of these things. So that's why I think it's very good that we have open discussions on them. Um, and, I, th- you know, I think it's the right thing for us to be doing. Well, certainly appreciate this discussion this afternoon. Dr. Kerry Bowman from the University of Toronto's Department of Bioethics. Uh, Dr. Bowman, uh, thanks again. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, and uh, just to kind of wrap this conversation uh, up, and I say this every time we talk about organ donation, and I just mentioned it during our conversation there with the uh, doctor, something that's uh, touched me, my family, personally, and if there's one thing, I mean, we can sit here and uh, debate uh, the ethics of some of this stuff when it comes to organ donation, but the one thing we know for sure is it does save lives. And the time to have the conversation is right now with your loved ones and your family. It's a tough conversation. It's it's a sobering one. It's not a pleasant one, but to know your loved ones' wishes, your family's wishes, before God forbid uh, that time comes or anything happens, it makes it so much easier at that time if you know the person's wishes and have had that talk beforehand.